Good morning, or whatever time of day you may be listening to this. This is Jennifer Haley, psychiatrist, personal trainer, hypnotherapist, Reiki master, soon-to-be body talk certified practitioner, and probably some other things that I'm forgetting. Um, (laughs) And this is a podcast called Your Best Life, which is all about how to live your best life, and little tips and tricks and thoughts and other things to help provoke your inner warrior <laughs> to live a better life and to find a happy, healthy way to do it. So I have been in the last few weeks talking a lot or mentioning a lot is probably a better way to say it about this little phrase that came into my life a few weeks ago. The work is the shortcut. No idea where this is from. For all I know, it's trademarked. But it's also true. I see so many patients who, and people in my life, not just patients, but friends, who are trying to avoid being uncomfortable and therefore not really diving into quote unquote the work. Now, what is the work? It's interesting because a friend of mine a while back, his wife was saying, you got to do the work, you got to do the work. And he's like, I don't know what that means. I don't know how to do the work. I I just, I don't understand. Well, there is, just in case, we're going to add this in for fun, something out there uh, by a woman named Byron Katie. And she has a therapeutic modality, I guess is probably the best way to say it, or philosophy or way of doing therapy called the work. And the work is kind of a very logical way to look at patterns in your life, people in your life, circumstances in your life, and how to better deal with it. I am not overly knowledgeable about it. I have seen it. I have worked through a few things on it once. It's been a couple years, and I think for some people, it's probably extremely valuable. However, as I have mentioned several times, it is not something that a therapist is typically involved with. They can be, and you can take your journaling, writing thought process to the therapist or whomever you're working with. But it's also something you can kind of do on your own in a solitary situation, which I'm not opposed to by any means. I think it's great. I've had a patient this week who was really invested in in doing her own work through watching YouTube videos of life coaches and through doing workbooks and self-help and all of that. I, I really do think that's great and it's admirable. And especially if you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of resources and financially or in your area, you're in kind of a rural area or a very, very limited area, then that's wonderful. By the way, people everywhere in our country that I am aware of are frequently telling me how difficult it is to get into a therapist or a psychiatrist. Now, that is also compounded by the fact that you may not be a good fit with that person or they may not be able to really meet you where you're at or where you want to be or what you need. So I just want to be clear that if you're you know, hoping to find someone automatically in your area, that's just unfortunately not really available right now. So just be aware that that's, 
there are options. There are lots of apps. I do work for one of them, Doctor on Demand, and I I think it's a very well run medical practice. <clears throat> um, it's much better balanced than a lot of the medical practices I've worked for over the years. It's not as much heavy on the business. It is far more centered on patient care. But there are other apps. There's Amwell, uh, which is very highly rated, and I do have a patient who sees a therapist through Amwell and sees me for medication through Doctor on Demand. I'm not sure too much about some of the other apps or the services they offer, but they're out there. And so sometimes that's a really good option for people that can't get into someone else. You know, there was a movie, it's a really cute, well, it's not a cute movie, it's a very disturbing movie actually, but uh the in the near the beginning the main character said you work with what you have not what you hoped for and that's sometimes where we're at anymore in life right it would be lovely to find a therapist that was a perfect fit who really pushed you and met you where you were at and was able to help you work through and facilitate but it doesn't always go that way and it's not always accessible and there all are are alternatives as well like you know body talk is phenomenal and i am a huge fan of body talk it works, though, kind of like therapy, much faster, but it's not going to fix everything today. And that's sometimes where you need a little medication to get you through and over the hump or whatever else. But we're talking about the work and what the work means. So again, Byron Katie has this philosophy of therapy called the work. And the work is, again, very specific. Now, the work in a general term, meaning the work is the shortcut, is not the work that Byron Katie came up with. It's working through your process. It's figuring out where you're at and where you want to be and what you need to do to get there. And it's trial and error. And sometimes it's really uncomfortable. And sometimes you're going to have bad days. And the thing about doing your own internal work and facing your things about yourself maybe that are not helping you live your best life is that it changes your relationships. It changes your relationship with yourself, maybe your partner, maybe your children. Sometimes people in your life, especially if they're a little bit external to your family or even within your own family, have a very difficult time adjusting to that. And that is the most polite way I can say that. <laughs> when I was a resident, my mentor, beloved mentor, his name is Lonnie Rosen, and he's a sports psychiatrist, and he had played me a video or a, an audio one time of a father of a probably late teens, early 20s college athlete who was losing his mind on this voicemail because this athlete had began to separate from the father who had been very integrated in his sports and very integrated in his success in the sport and it it I don't even remember too much about the whole thing other than how angry this man was and it was to the coach and he was saying these things like you're brainwashing my son you're causing him to do this that and the other thing he doesn't seem to want to talk to me anymore and it's because of you well the kid was 19 20 years old and he was in college, and he was away from home, and he was part of a big team at a big school. And so the kid had done some of his own growth, done some of his own work, 
And now he was not needing the father and the father had a really hard time with that. That is kind of an extreme example, but relationships will tend to leave your life and or change when you do your work, unless that person is matched with you and working with you. And then, yeah, not always. But the point is, things will change if you do this. And sometimes that's very scary for people. Whether they're aware of it or not is kind of an irrelevant thing. They, meaning consciously, they know if I do these things, this person may not be with me anymore, or this person may play a different role in my life, or I may not be as close with this person. But I think to some degree, all of us watch that happen when we make other decisions and changes. I had been working at the San Diego County Jail for about a year. I met some wonderful people that I worked with there. For about the first two or three weeks, I really, really stayed in touch with them. And then I got sick and I wasn't able to go down there. And then, you know, life takes over and now I'm doing this new job and I'm really integrated in this body talk and I'm did a body talk seminar and met some just phenomenal women and I'm more in touch with them and my life has just gone in a different direction and I did not realize the amount of stress that that other job at the jail had put on me and it wasn't just the work I was doing there meaning the job that I had there it was the environment it was the schedule it was inconsistency in my schedule it was you know, these days were long days with travel. It was easily, typically a 12 or 13 hour day. And the environment of the jail was very restrictive. So, you know, I've taken a different route in life and grown and changed from that experience there. And now that I'm out of it, I reflect on it and I'm like, wow, you know, there were some great things there. I met an amazing social worker who gave me hope. <laughs> um, an amazing psychologist, the nurse that worked there was incredible. The deputies, all of them that I made contact with, I can't say enough good things about these people. But at the same time, now I've gone to a different place and they have not. And in my opinion, there was growth for me. And that doesn't mean they haven't grown. It doesn't mean they won't grow. It just means for now, that's what they're connected to. So the work that we're doing is enhancing our lives, our consciousness, our well-being, our health, we hope. And the other thing that's kind of part of this, you know, our relationships changes, you can't go back, you won't go back. And that is challenging for the others around us sometimes. It's important to do the work, but I also very much understand why people don't. However, I don't think they're always aware that if you don't do it, you will not progress. And often you will stay in this suffering mode. And a lot of times I have patients who are like, I just don't want to go to therapy. It doesn't work. It doesn't help. Sometimes they say I can't do it. It's too uncomfortable. But a lot of times they're not even aware of why they don't want to do it or what that means for them. And, and I tell them every time that's okay, but we are only going to get so far with medication alone. And I commend all of them because honestly, they're very accepting of that. And, and that is their choice. And I respect that choice very much, but it can be challenging for everybody involved, but it's also challenging to, to step into that work, to look at what is causing these dysfunctions and discomforts and these problems and these patterns 
So I, I'm, it's not a judgment and nothing I say on here is ever meant to be a judgment. A lot of things on here are meant to provoke your thought, but they are not meant to be a judgment. And I really hope that in some way this helps many of you kind of look at how you are living and whether or not you are doing the work. And it can be small steps. Small steps are honestly the best because they're permanent, they're lasting, they're not abrasive, they help you just ease into a better way of living, to living your best life, not in an, a, a terribly uncomfortable way, but there is always discomfort and change. And I remember sitting in the career counseling office when I was in college and thinking to myself, the only constant in this life is change. As I was sitting there trying to figure out what I was going to do and if I was going to work and how I was going to work and, you know, was I going to go to grad school? Was I going to try to, what grad school program? I mean, it was just a barrage of thought at that time. And I just remember sitting there in that woman's office looking around and thinking the only constant in our life is change. And that is a very unsettling thought for people of all kinds and places and, and all of it because we don't always like it. But it is a fact of our reality. So do the work. And if you need help doing the work, find someone to help you do the work. And when the work gets tough, find support professionally and personally. And remember, it is really worth it because we are all here just trying to figure this out. And as cliche as it is, we are all infinite souls having a human experience. So let's make it a good human experience. Maybe we don't have to come back and repeat it, right? Well, have a good day. Thank you for listening. As always, if there are comments, questions, concerns, need help, meaning coaching, meaning body talk, coming soon, probably April 1st, um, please contact me. I'm happy to help you, talk to you about ketones, talk to you about CBD. I'm still doing those things and using those things, and they're really helpful. I can't say enough good about the ketones. They're really helping my brain function. I went without them for a week. I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, wow. Big difference. Um, I still was functioning very well, but just not as optimally. And that's what we're all about here, right? Being optimal, living the best life. Take care.